Are you done talking to the cat? Hi guys, welcome back to a random podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's why you asked that. Okay, okay. <sighs> yep, welcome to my life, Free Ring Circus. Welcome back, guys, to the final installment of Fairfield County Infirmary, Part 4. This is with the one, the only. Hello. Me. Hi, Nate. Uh, the problem is me. Good God. <laughs> my child. Hi. My son, Nate. Um, so with this one, I wanted to him to talk a little bit about what he experienced, and then I'm going to wrap up with some of the other experiences that I totally forgot about, which is why I was like, I'm going to have to do a part four. So, Nate, I'll let you start. Um, he did not do the investigation. He went to meet up with a friend because we were in the vicinity of a close friend of his. Mm -hmm. And it was probably like a one and done um, if, unless I go to Ohio again anytime. And yeah. um, so he didn't do the investigation, but he did go during the daytime. Love you, Kayla. <laughs> did she listen? <laughs> um, I don't know, but I want to give her a shout out anyways because she's amazing. Oh, well, so, you're, you're, you're going to have to tell her now to listen to this one. Well, we love Kayla. <laughs> she is a sweet girl. So he didn't go, but during the daytime, I was like, listen, you can't be this close to a place, especially him being intrigued by this stuff and kind of opening and growing himself. Um, I said, you can't be this close to the place without at least walking the grounds and pick, seeing if you could pick up one, whatever. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, look, look at me doing business lingo. I love it. Thanks. Right. I'm sorry. I, I have such bad ADD. She's like a like, piece of hair like on her Ugh. eye oh that so, wigged me out so sorry bad. i just seen that you had a piece of hair like on your eye like eyebrow going in your eye and i was like mm. it, it's just <laughs> i couldn't that just that just gave me such like bad like are you oh, good now yeah okay sorry <laughs> okay <Jeez. laughs> all right okay no okay for real um so I didn't know anything about this place. I, I will say that. Um, yeah, I did not talk to him about it. Yeah, I no. wanted to keep him in the dark as much as possible just to allow him that the time that we had, which we were there, what, maybe 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. 10, 15 minutes just to walk the grounds because um, we weren't allowed inside, but you're able to walk on the property. Yeah, and when we were kind of pulling up, it's so weird because you can almost feel like an energy shift. I don't know if that was just me, but to me, when I actually got closer to the house, I literally felt like a whole energetic shift of the mood. And that's what made me kind of have that feeling of sadness, which I will talk about now. So I go up to, it's it's the farmhouse. It's called a farmhouse, right? I don't want to. Infirmary. Infirmary. I don't want to like. Yeah. It was a working farm. Okay. Okay. But it, it's an infirmary. Okay. So I walked up to like the front of the infirmary because I'm a person where if I can touch, if I touch something, I can kind of feel of like what. The energy is trying to give itself so i was like okay let me touch the door handle let me touch the door as well and let me see if i can just pick up anything so i close my eyes i touch it and i just allow to whatever come to me to come to me that's just how i do it and i just see this little boy probably like well for reference i'm about five one so he probably came up around Mm, almost to my ear, but a little bit around, like, up my nose area, because you could tell that he was still at so least... So he was probably, like, 4 10. Yeah, at least yeah. around that age. He... What? You're talking about height. I mean, around the height. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I graduated high school. That's how tall he is. His age was probably around, like, I told you, like, what, 10, 11? You said uh, between 8 eight to possibly 11. Yeah, because that's what said. it gave me. And but what the little boy gave me was, first off, I really couldn't see his eyes. Like, it was really weird. It almost had, like, a gaze over his eyes, like a silver gaze over his eyes. Like his Which eye isn't color. uncommon. For those who have crossed over that is in spirit to see them in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So he's looking at me. I'm looking at him. He has like these beat up overalls. He has no shirt on. Like there's no shirt underneath. I don't even know if there was any pants underneath. He was just a pair of overalls and no shoes. His hair looked kind of scruffy. But the thing was, you could tell that wherever he was, he was, he had dirt on him. So either he came from like playing somewhere, doing work, some type of, Thing were involved with getting your hands dirty. Well, which makes sense because it was a working farm. Mm -hmm. Regardless of your age, if you are able to be utilized to earn your keep for the infirmary, mm -hmm. you were put to work. Children were put to work the whole nine yards. Yes. So that makes sense. It does. And he looked at me kind of confused because I could tell that he couldn't. At first, he was kind of like, you can see me. And at first, I didn't want to kind of start anything because like, when I see spirits, my first thing to do is, like, I don't want to talk. I just rather them do all the communication, and then I will reply back to it if I need. So I get quiet, and about, a, like, a little bit of a minute goes by, and he has the most biggest smile on his face, and he looks at me in the eyes, and he goes, you're just like me. You are just like me. Would you look at that? You are just like me. Like, just like that, like, repeating itself. And the more that he repeated himself, the more he just got more happy and relieved. It almost sounded like this poor kid felt like he was an outcast and no one really understood him. So by someone coming into the territory that has the similar energy, energy and mentality as him, I feel like he was very like connected oh. to you. Yeah. And he wasn't like harmful. He wasn't scary. He wasn't, he wasn't anything negative. It was actually a really good spirit. I actually cried because I felt bad for him. Yeah, think, he got emotional. I did. I felt super bad for him. Like, I, did, I don't know what this kid was put through. I don't know even who this kid is. Which but. was funny because in the beginning about Fairfield, I didn't realize that they actually did have a lot of um, quote-unquote handicapped people that was there. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, they would call them, you know, mentally challenged or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it could be for whatever reason. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, that people were dropped off here and mm -hmm. just basically left and forgotten about. Yeah, it really broke me because you can tell that, like, this kid has been through it. And I felt bad for him for some reason. Like, for some reason, I felt pity for him and I didn't know who he was. But I yeah. felt pity. But, yeah, no, he, he was extremely sweet. I felt extremely terrible after seeing that because I... Not saying that I've never seen like a full spirit imagery, but getting the image that I did of this poor little boy, it just, it, it, it can't leave my head and it probably won't just because it's just sad to see someone like that. Like I've never seen someone like that ever personally, like yeah. with like that whole like beat up, like, you know, kind of look to them and like have like the darn on them, like barely any clothes. I can tell that he was but thin that's too. He was thin too. I remember that he was thin. 
he was dead. But that's the, I mean, that's very fitting to the way it was back then. And just, these people had bare minimums. I mean, this was the poorhouse. This was, God. you you only had as much funding as they were given, and they had to make yeah, with what they had. I, and it was definitely not a happy time. So no. you started um, to walk around the side of the building, mm-hmm. and do you remember how you felt? I remember feeling very, like, pressure on my chest. Like, I remember yeah. that there was pressure on my chest. I also remember, like... Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, it almost felt like, uh, for people who want visuals, just, like, take your hand, put it on your chest, and kind of, like, push down. There you go. How it feels. And um, the other thing, honestly, I got to think back to that. Because I remember my chest was hurting. I knew that... Oh, I, I did cough a little. Which makes sense because it also was uh, tuberculosis. And And that's what I explained to Nate that whenever he said that he's like, I feel like I have to cough and my chest hurt. And I'm like, well, this at one point, a lot of places back in those days, Mm -hmm. be it poor farms or hospitals, whenever the tuberculosis outbreak happened, those places were utilized for that. It was such an unsettling feeling. Like you could literally, it felt like there was literally like stuff in my lungs. But I knew there was nothing in my lungs. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like that kind of sensation. I was like, like it was almost felt yeah. like that. It was so strange to have that sensation. I'm telling you, that place. And you didn't even investigate it. No, <laughs> I didn't investigate. I just got, I meet a poor kid that worked. And I also felt pressure on my chest. Um, There was also like points where like energy was very picky. <laughs> like for like odd reasons, like when the wind would blow energy kicks like i felt energy kicks yeah i did at least gotcha i thought it was strange it was i'm surprised that like i don't even know just the way that it was back then it just yeah that was life it's very sad it is sad how people were i can't get that out of my head that i told you that image is like burnt in my brain and as you open and grow and go to these places you will have other images which is Kind of crazy that will continue to burn in your brain, but it's crazy how he has said, and me and Nate really hasn't talked about this, but whenever he said that he can put his hands on places, um, I have told you continuously, like, that's my strongest thing, mm-hmm. is psychometry. I've told the, them that. Yeah. Do you know that I, that's one of my strongest things? If I'm being honest, I really don't even know what you don't know what's I'm, I'm not even doing it for your podcast. I swear to you all who's viewing this, I actually don't know what you're talking about. Well, they're about. not viewing it, thank God, because I look a train wreck, and so do you. I'm listening. <laughs> um, excuse me, I'm wearing my Red Taylor's version shirt. That is such a hot shirt. I'm glad you love your shirt. Okay, then I'll speak for myself. I look a train wreck. I'm in my PJs. I'm having a lazy girl Sunday. I look good. So. <laughs> you look good. I look good. Okay. I always look good. Anywho, psychometry <laughs> is when you can put your hand on an object, Jack, uh-huh. touch an object, okay, and you pick up. Yeah, that's what psychometry okay, okay, is. Okay, that's one of my strongest things. Huh. So interesting. That goes with the theory, and I've already talked about this on the podcast. That okay. those of us who tend to be more open tend to have lineages mm-hmm. of people and our families that have Mm -hmm. been open Mm -hmm. like it's something that is almost anyone can develop these things 
but some of us it's a little more easier because yeah. it has been in our family for generations. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And so it's kind of crazy because that's the one thing that I'm the strongest at. And mm -hmm. here you, I didn't even know that you touched something, but I do remember when we went to the Farnsworth and you were like really drawn to just want to touch the front door. Yeah, mat. that's actually how I get my imagery. So what I have to do is I have to completely clear my mind. And I'm not going to lie to you guys because of my Asperger's, it takes a moment for me to completely get all of the chaoticness out yeah. of my brain yeah but i get to a point where i can push it all focus on my task and usually i will touch the object and i will probably get images within the first like minute or two that's why like i told you like within the first minute i seen something because it yeah. takes a moment for me to actually see something yeah but i but know when, when you i do, do but I when you I, do yes. you need to say it if yes. you see it you say that's, it. that's something did. that i'm being taught currently right now by richard yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw the little boy, I literally walked up to mom and I was like, can I tell you something? I thought I seen something. She was like, just say it. She goes, if yeah. you speak it, say it. And I was yeah. like, bet. I seen a little boy. Yeah. I seen it was a little boy, looking scruffy. Right. Yeah. And I thought the craziest thing, whenever he had said, he, you're just like me, I think that he knew that Nate had the same, like, I think this boy probably was on the autism spectrum. I think he was. But back then, they yeah. didn't know any of this. They didn't know any of that existed. But he would have been, yeah, he would have felt like an outcast. Yeah, but the craziest thing is he acted completely normal. Well, so do you. Exactly. That's what, that's what I feel like. I feel like yeah. that is what he dealt with. In yeah. His life. Like, that's kind of what I feel like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really want to, like, somehow, like, investigate there and get in contact with this kid. I need to know who this kid is. I need to know what his name is. I no, need... you don't. Yes, I do. You were meant to see, he was meant to see you, and you were meant to see him for a reason. I still want to know his name. <laughs> well, I'm not going back to Fairfield anytime soon, but I'm not going to say no to never investigating there again because the place was pretty cool. cool. I definitely feel like that place is like an onion. It's like a Shrek onion. <laughs> it's got layers. layers. It really does, though. Oh, God. Um, and speaking of those layers, I am going to explain a few other incidences that happened that I didn't get a chance to talk to in my other podcast about Fairfield. One of them being the meat locker. Um, the meat locker, we did, my husband and I did an Estes method. And those of you that oh. don't know what an Estes method mm -hmm. is, that's where you are blindfolded, you have noise-canceling headphones on, and through those noise-canceling headphones, there is a spirit box playing. What a spirit box is, essentially, is a device that utilizes radio frequencies, and you can make them go forwards or reverse. I try to go in reverse because things really shouldn't make sense if you go in reverse. And you're supposed to be able to, if anything comes out that you can make sense of, you just say it. Now, there also needs to be someone on the other end that is not connected to the spirit box, not blindfolded, and they need to be the ones asking these questions. So I went first, um, and I will be honest, I don't know what it is about me and spirit boxes. I'm really trying to grow with them because the, the, I find the noise maddening. I almost find it a little too chaotic for myself. But I am very intrigued by them, and I do think I do find a lot of truth in them, mm -hmm. even though it's a little much for me to like. I don't know. It's a little. The noise is like maddening. Like mm -hmm. it really, honestly is. Like I feel. I feel like the Mad Hatter. I feel like if the Mad Hatter, if I could get into the Mad Hatter's brain, it would be a spirit box. Like really? I feel like that's what the Mad Hatter's brain would be like. Oh, God. But anywho, I did a spirit box first, and you could actually we videoed the entire thing and as i was talking um about 
like just whatever was coming out of the spirit box and hubby was asking questions all of a sudden while I was under and we were actually in the meat locker of the morgue and in this meat locker is where yes all the meat was supposed to be stored but if bodies were if people died in winter months bodies got stored right next to your bologna okay, and cheese but actually just imagine that like okay just just for comedy reasons just imagine this okay oh boy hey ready ready Cheryl, we gotta put him in the meat locker. We gotta put Zara on the meat locker next to on Tuesday's um meat tomato sandwiches. You are horrible. <laughs> All right, well, okay, we gotta put the turkey next to Joanna over there. She died of lung cancer. That's fine. Just put it next to her. Put it next to the one that the one you know that died of um that lung disease. You know that's going around. Yeah, it's something we can really do about it. Yeah. The ground's frozen. Oh, the ground. Yeah, what? We can't bury them. Hank can't bury him. Nah, he's not no, strong enough. No, he's not. Just. Put them in the meat locker with two turkey sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just what I imagine. Like, there's like some like woman in like her like mid fifties with a hairnet being like, gotta put the meat locker next to Gerald. <laughs> 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 gotta put that turkey next to Harold. <laughs> That's just what I think of. Stop. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. Oh, Dark sense of humor. I'm sorry. Continue. What's my mental illness <laughs> coping mechanism? Dark, Dark humor. humor. Lord. Anywho, so we're sitting in this meat locker, right? Because I'm thinking if there is any place that's probably extremely haunted in this building, which there's a lot of places, but this, uh-huh. I really felt drawn to, I need to be in there. And when you have feelings like that and you have your, you have strong intuition, mm-hmm. you just go with it. Yeah. So I'm in Estes mode. Ben is unblindfolded asking the questions. We're recording the whole thing. I'm in a chair. He's in a chair far away from me. I honestly cannot hear a word he is saying at all. Um, nor can I see because I'm blindfolded. All I hear is what's coming through the spirit box. All of a sudden, I'm saying a few things as I hear them. But all of a sudden, on my arm, I legit feel like someone just took their hand and just like pressed it or grabbed my arm. Not a squeeze, but I felt my, I was wearing a hoodie and I felt a portion of my hoodie on my forearm actually be like felt like it was being pushed down like something just touched me like hey i'm here kind of feeling okay and i speak it because i want it to be known in case there's anything possibly caught on video that correlates with it so immediately i say and you see me in the video i say hey i feel something just touch my arm and not what is it you seen the video yes we're the um orb yeah the orb comes out of your uh, like like literally right behind your arm yes yeah yeah and it whenever so i used to be a big skeptic on orbs because you never really knew an orb from an insect or a piece of dust and until you really honestly learn to study and watch a lot of footage from investigations and now i can decipher a piece of dust from an orb from an insect okay and this actually was a big pulsating light pulsating oh yeah it was bright you can literally see it like yeah like back coming and it came out for me directly towards where ben was sitting but you can't see him because he was behind the camera at the time but that was a pretty neat experience because it's kind of crazy and it's few and far between that you actually capture footage of hey i have something just happened here and then you f- see the spirit manifestation of it actually leaving the say, body. The only other people I could think about doing who actually could do that, like that good, that's me. 
I know. We love Destination of Fear. Who is that? Stop it. I am not controversial on this (laughs) podcast. Stop it. Oh, God. Whatever. Yeah. Zip your lip. Start your own. Put the nail in your own coffin of your own podcast. Don't do it to mine. Yes, we do. We are definitely big fans here in this household. It's Project Fear now. Oh, really? We, We don't say Destination Fear. Yeah, only project fear. Only project fear, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. So, um, other things in um, at Fairfield. I know I didn't tell you about the meat locker experience. I know we had already explained about the doctor. I know I already talked to you about what happened in the quote unquote demon. Oh, this was the other thing. I was like, I know there was she one said other thing. Stop it. <laughs> Seriously, she's a demon. I was like, what? You know that hallway that I was on the phone with you and you were like, no, yeah, so- golf, yeah. yeah, something wasn't right. Oh, yeah, no, the hallway. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it, it, it was, what we captured was pretty crazy. Yeah. We, ben and I talked about that. That was, it was pretty crazy. So, okay, the other thing that I had, did not, or no, I did tell you guys. You remember the house, Nate? You remember the house that looked like like someone lived there? That was oh right yeah, next that was like to... really right next door. Did you figure out that they actually like? I never told you that. No, do they, act, do they actually correlate? So we're getting first time tea here. See, I, this kid lives with me, and we've done this investigation what a month ago, and you still yeah. don't know. I mean, I don't know what's more hot, like more hot popping tea. The fact that you just I thought said... you were going to call something a hot pocket. No, yeah, I don't know hot... what's more of the hot tea that or me. The fact that they do that. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> We don't say those things here. Listen, we're it's in, funny. We're inclusive to all. You should know this. Mm. So I don't know to him. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting. <laughs> all right, let it be known that Nate does not like Zach Baggins. Well, the thing is because I am Switzerland. I am neutral. I stay out of the drama. Um, I mean, he's a Sagittarius. I, he likes the drama I mean, a little bit. All thing. right, I only got a little <laughs> bit of time, and I'm not talking about ZB. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so. He don't even know he exists anyway. So what does he care? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like a show. Stop it. (laughs) Anywho. So what the the correlation between the house and Fairfield. So do you remember when I was there? Because I know you were walking by yourself a little bit. And I was walking and Ben was, we were kind of all three on our own little things when we were there. But do you remember me saying there is a correlation between that house and the infirmary? Oh, yeah, you pointed that out, like, as soon as we were leaving. She literally looked at me, and she goes, these two houses have correlations. Yes, it's connected. It's connected in some way. She already knew. And Ben kept saying no, which I've already explained this story, but I'm going, I didn't know that you didn't know. No, I didn't. Okay. So I then, and I told Ben, I said, the vision that I got, was it's a man in that house there's a man in the house and he and i said i don't want to use the term warlock because that seems real like oh. out there but when i tell you like ritualistic things being done like i seen that i seen like not good ritualistic what things being done stop it everything's up i told say i try i try to stay switzer like <laughs> He's going to make Misty Mom come out. <laughs> I'm just the comedy here, guys. Maybe. So. So. Don't tell you anything I say seriously. <laughs> so. What? And then I said, whatever he did in that house caused 
a gateway to open that i oh. see a dark some sort of dark energy that goes from that house to the infirmary oh. and i feel like it goes back and forth it moves and it can go back so and wait, forth so, but when okay. it's in the infirmary this is everything that i picked up okay. when it's in the infirmary i feel like it really stirs up things for not good like the people that are already there like they're already there and they're already not exactly thrilled but then when this thing comes in i feel like it makes it 10 times worse and that's what causes probably the activity there. It, it, it probably spikes it. The, I think so, but I think it spikes it in a so negative you th way. Okay, so that means that the house across from there, whoever lived there, probably did those kind of things. I'm thinking. Okay. This is what is I have seen. Is there any, like, like so, history on that house? Did yes. You got, okay. Yeah. So I found out through the history tour that okay. that house was where the superintendent lived. Mm, oh, ooh. Oh my god. He's a wizard. <laughs> He's a wizard. God. I'm telling you, bro. He was yeah. a very bad man. He was the one oh, that so beat ugly. Stop! I don't Oh my god. I'm just messing around, guys. Don't take anything I say seriously. But seriously, can you like can you take something seriously and yes. like hear me out here? Yeah, no. Tell me how crazy that is. That he actually had. He like, was the one that was like the abuser. He was the one that like. Oh. Was, yeah, he was very sadistic, not a Satanist. Now I'm not gonna say he's not because I didn't know what he was, but he was very sadistic. Comment down below what you think he was. I don't think I'm gonna put a poll on here. You should still um, guess what you think he was, because I want to know. Do you think that he was a wizard, Harry? Was he a witch, or was he a Satanist? <sighs> Who knows? Just, I think I think he's a wizard. What can I give you right now? What can I give you? Can I give you here? I don't know if it worked or not, but I'll give you a laughter and then maybe a giggle. Quite funny. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. We'll see if they, they like I said, it. don't take anything I say seriously. I'm just here to have fun. So to wrap it up, mm -hmm. yeah, there was the connection. The superintendent I, wow. stayed there, and he didn't stay in the infirmary. He stayed at the house. Of course, the house has been redone throughout the years. But has anyone investigated in that house? The owners of Fairfield, whenever they do investigations and when they're there to do like the caretaking, they yeah. will stay in that house. Yeah. And apparently, according to the history tour, that they do have activity in that home as well. Oh, oh yeah, clearly it is connected. <laughs> and I don't know that you knew this or not, but the buses, do you remember the old beat down buses? The that one that was like in the backyard? Yeah. Yeah. That's the twisty bus. American Horror Story. What? Freak show. Are you serious? I know, and we didn't take pictures in front of him. <laughs> and I love American Horror Story. No, guys, listen. Sarah Paulson, iconic, amazing. The moment she, her best one was. Yeah, in, I was uh, really yeah. bummed when I was like, those were Twisties buses. And I mean, I took pictures of them, but it would have been cool to take a picture. Can you send me the picture? Yeah, I have pictures. Yeah. Not getting to take a picture, so why is she complaining? I didn't even take a picture. I didn't know it was Twisty's bus. I didn't know it was Twisty's bus either. <laughs> that was frick. Yeah, uh, American cool. Horror Stories, one of the best shows ever. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I thought, yeah, that was a fun fact I didn't find out until oh after god. we had left there and everything. Oh my god, I want I want to hug it. I want to go up to him like, man, <laughs> take me with you. Well, I could be his friend. Imagine me and Twisty committing hate crimes together. Hey. 
you are scaring my people. <laughs> they love They're going to be like, who is this child? Y'all love me. Just just admit it. Who is this free-range chicken? I'm on my wildin. <laughs> when you want me on your podcast, I'm myself that I turn my Sagittarius up. Anyway, it's like a it's like a Julia moment with Jenna. It really is. <laughs> I swear, you have all the fire signs I do. that just come out I all do. at once. Y'all want entertainment? Got you. They're gonna be like, we don't want to hear Missy anymore. Let's just have it the Nate podcast. I'm telling you, I actually want to start a podcast sometime soon. We'll I do it. Be, I think it would be fun. But would anyone would actually listen? You don't. You don't doubt yourself. I'm sorry. I bleeped in myself. This is a bad word. I'm trying to get yeah. hurt. Actually, right now, I'm not making any money off of this podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Stop. I do have it under clean, even okay, though I okay. let words fly every now and then. Okay. Don't worry. I'll keep it clean. <laughs> I'll keep it clean. I'm a yeah. Show. Currently, because Anchor turned into um, spot, what is it? Spotify for podcasters. Ah. And they're, like, I have to reach, like, I used to, like, every time I would put an Anchor ad, I would get, like. 20 cents per view. <laughs> and if I do it. For, I, I enjoy doing this, but there's certain criteria I have to make. So that me, does make sense. I mean, if you so, want to get paid. So I have to have, I got to put myself out there so much and I need to grow my audience. So please share and please. anyone that you think would be willing to listen and enjoy this. But thank you, Nate, for being You're on welcome. the last segment of Fairfield. And once again, please let me know if you think that the, Caretaker was either oh a. My God. <laughs> I'm done. Thank you guys for listening.